Episode 4 of T-Shirt Joe's Fast Custom Podcast, sponsored by DWN Productions, here at boygob.com. And the now missing YouTube page, I don't know, used to come up when I searched for it. Now it's back to the fucking showing boy job, and then show, did you mean boy gob? Yeah, you know I did, you fuck. So, we said something fucked us that got us, quote, shadow banned, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, hey, Tom, you've had a week, it seems, or a weekend. No, it's been a week. It's been a life there, Joe. Okay. All right. <laughs> and tell us about the travails you've been having. Yeah. Uh, fucking... Like, just work-wise, the masks I've been pouring for uh, AXE, Hala, Zul, Ilu, for anybody else who doesn't know. And anybody else who doesn't know, good luck trying to fucking Google search that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess, uh, like, we had a cold, a freeze, as they call it, a week or two back. And uh, it was below temperature. So I was like, yeah, that's probably making the latex so it doesn't dry for two days or so. It's cool. It's going to warm up and everything will be all right. So it's been warmed up for a good week now and still, yeah, taking a good two days, which should really only take about 12 hours or so. And, uh, I'm pretty goddamn sure that I put too much paint in that latex. Because I remember the first pulls I did, they were all right and dried on time. And I'm just like, ah, you know what? The white just isn't white enough. <laughs> but is it ever, Joe? Anyways, uh, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll put some more white paint in there. Because it still has like a yellowish hue to it. 
And I guess that just fucked everything up. And, you know, now it's taken two days for the shit to cure. And I swear, I never knew which one it was going to be. Every two days, it was a magical surprise. And I'd pull the fucking uh, mask out of the mold. And it would just rip. <laughs> just totally fucking rip it in half. Because, oh, I guess the middle wasn't dry yet after these fucking two days. So a whole shit ton of those went in the fucking garbage. But uh, those are done now. And I uh, I mixed up the black latex, which went great. They're pouring how they're pulling and drying and all that shit how they're supposed to. And uh, I'm just like, oh, it's getting a little thick. Got to thin this stuff down a little bit. So instead of grabbing the fucking ammonia, I grab the vinegar, pour a good couple cups in there and go, ah! And fucking dump what I can out of the fucking bucket. Some of the latex is coming out too. And it's doing weird shit. It's like hardening, hardening it up and like coagulating it into some kind of fucking blob monster <laughs> and shit. It was fucking crazy. So I lost about two gallons of uh, freshly mixed latex on that. Still had some in the bucket. So I put the ammonia in there. Hopefully didn't make cyanide and then uh, mixed it all up. Took one of the molds, brought it to the side. I'm just like, all right, this is going to be the tester to see if this latex is still good or not. So we'll find the fuck out tomorrow. Seems like it would be all right. But, uh, yeah, so that sucked a fucking dick. But, hey, at least I'm working. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you got and that. Uh, yeah i didn't really have any excitement this week other than it being cold uh yeah the weather did uh screw with my chemicals a little bit but i guess friday it was back to a somewhat normal temperature and my emulsion was working properly and shit so i went in yesterday and caught up on some stuff worked longer than i expected to but shit needed to be done this week, the weather's supposed to be pretty good, so got a lot of shit to crank out. Uh, the only thing I guess that I did stupid this week was, uh, and I just remembered right now when I saw it right here on this bench I'm sitting on, is uh, I threw my wallet in the washing machine, you know, so it got a good washing. And I guess I ruined the last of my business cards and, you know. Going through shit and seeing, well, fuck, do I need this? Do I need that? Most of it, I don't, you know? Most of the shit I have in my wallet, it's just, what the fuck's this in here for? You know? But uh, I do got, uh, like, this punch card from Free Play. I noticed that I get free admission next time I go by. Hmm. Yeah. And then I got this stamp card from Comics Asylum that's filled up. You know, so I guess I get a discount next time I go over there. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, credit cards don't get fucked up when they get wet, right? Uh, something might happen to the strip if they were in the dryer. Yeah, I don't remember if they were in the dryer. I'd had a lot to drink last night, you see. Uh, yeah, you were up pretty late. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I scheduled a text to send you that you got around uh 
one o'clock and this was i sent it early in the morning i was just like oh no joe's a semi-normal person he won't be up so i locked the shop up it was like four in the morning and it was like oh i guess he was up all right i was up to like 3 30 or something uh i don't know i guess i'll try these fucking cards somewhere and see if they still work or not guess it'd be good to know right yeah mm-hmm. Hopefully those places are still in business. <laughs> yeah, right. There is that for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I have some of these cards. Got a lot of these that are all wet and shit. <laughs> mm, guess it's time to make another order. That's the old one too. Yeah. Oh, I still had some of the new ones. That's a little flimsy right now, Tom. Damp, I guess you could say. Yeah, and I guess I need to buy another fucking wallet. (laughs) I just ordered a promotional business product right before we started doing this. Getting ready for Trans World. Ooh, erotic. And all the shows this season. I was just like, ah, I'm gonna, it's been a while. I'm gonna need a new banner. Wow. So uh, I was just looking at shit, and I was just like, oh, custom tablecloths. That yeah. seems way easier than fucking with a banner. Yeah, it'll have your name printed across the, the front of the tablecloth. Yeah, so I got that coming. That should be here in a couple weeks. And then uh, I signed up for Texas Honors Convention. Oh, nice. Oh, bitty. <laughs> So I'll be doing that one with you. All right. Well, that's if they get back to me, you know. No, they will in February. There's a thing on there that says uh, people who registered or people who were there last year get uh, first dibs until the first. So, yeah, you'll be good. I looked at it today and there was still a bunch of fucking tables left and there's only a couple more days left in the month. So you'll be all right. All right. Cool. But yeah, fucking yesterday I was coming in the shop last night. I was just like, all right, let's get some of this shit fucking painted. And I looked over and I said, huh, looks like water's coming from behind that wall now, too. If you remember a couple weeks ago, it happened on the one side. So I scored the drywall, fucking cut it out. There's some water dripping there. Luckily, it's not as bad as the other side. So I just patched up two little spots. uh, Put the drywall back on there. Or no, this was two nights ago. Last night, I patched it up and put the drywall back on there. But uh, I was just like, you know what? On this third wall... I don't see any water coming out of the fucking bottom, but if I'm doing this shit, better safe than sorry. So I scored what I could of the fucking drywall off because there's like a built-in table on the wall right there that won't allow me to get down to see to cut the shit out anyways. So I'd have to unscrew this whole fucking table. And then at that time, I might as well just fucking go fuck myself. But anyways, uh, I was just like, yeah, there's a couple little spots, but it doesn't look that bad, surprisingly. I guess that's because that's the side that the roof goes over. 
like because you get those couple inches. So I was just like, all right, cool. And I was like, eh, it seems kind of weird. I'm just going to go on the outside and, you know, push around the bottom just to make sure everything's good and I don't have to worry about anything. Push, 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 finger goes all the way the fuck through. Oh, Christ. So now I got six feet, seven feet, eight feet, maybe six to eight feet, maybe an inch or two deepest spots of fucking siding and wood that just all rotted out. It's taking a fucking pick, getting all that shit just scraped out like a fucking diseased tooth. It's getting all that shit out. <sighs> Tomorrow, the old, uh, what I think, a wood epox, I think is what it's called. Thank fuck I did this, uh, wall before so i knew about this shit because if not i would have fucking hung myself and just been like it's over i don't know how to take all this siding off the fucking thing well i mean i do but i wouldn't trust myself to put new fucking siding on the house or on the shop and you know fuck with the windows and because you know it's like the outside of the house or the outside of the shop coming in and holy shit i would have went fucking nuts but I found the structural grade fucking uh, epoxy putty that this is what the fuck it's made for. So it's expensive, but it beats fucking going in there. And so I'm just mixing this shit up and just mashing it all the way the fucking when it comes. Get it good and in there and then I'll go over everything with the fucking wood filler bondo or whatever. Sand it down, paint it and. Hope for the best. Yeah, I was just fucking think so that's more money, of course, but I was just like, man, if I outlive this shop, it's going to be fucking sad. I'm sure you have times where you think back to the old Corpus shop and you're just like, ah, and some good times in there. I'll never be back. <laughs> so, fuck. But yeah, it's, uh, it's fucked like two gallon buckets because it's an ab mix that you just like kind of need together in your hands that was like 216 bucks <laughs> hope it's enough yeah never fun but i mean it beats paying somebody to come out there and do all the repairs and shit you know it does eat up your time which is precious as well you know it puts you farther behind on this or that but hey what can you do right mm-hmm what you can do is think about another world, like a multiverse. Figure like, hmm, I wonder what multiverse 616 Precious would be like. And Joe, I'll let you know, it would be like the lead character in this movie I watched called Botch. It's, uh, it's a new Tubi joint, a 2024 movie, if you will. And because I'm fucking very bad at plugging these things, I should say go check out Race War, the remake that you can watch for free, also on Tubi. Always forget about that. But yeah, back to Botch, the hit new motion picture that's based on true events. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, it's about a uh, 
uh, a lady who, when she wasn't a lady and she was a kid, he was, you know, getting taken advantage of by her stepfather. And she was called an ugly bitch and shit. There's like this flashback scene where she's a little kid. Her mom's there. Or maybe it's her adopted mom. Doesn't really matter, Joe. But she's there with her mother and father figure. The dad's fucking in there drunk, doing shit, just saying, fuck you to the mom, you bitch. Like hardcore punches her in the fucking chops. Everybody's fucking crying. And uh, the, the dad leaves. And the fucking, the kid's just like, Mama, I gotta tell you something. At night, he's been coming into my bedroom. My man don't fucking watch you. And fucking whips something at her head. <laughs> just like precious. I How the hell? You know, that can't be a coincidence. That's fucked that this kind of thing happens when parents don't believe their kids. Oh, my man doesn't want to fuck you. How could that be the reaction to that, Joe? <laughs> People are fucking stupid, Tom. Yep. I mean, for the good and the bad things, I always got to keep telling myself all kinds of people out there, old Tom. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, her. Oh, and her dad, or her dad figures, and this ugly bitch ain't even mine. <laughs> so she starts crying, and that's like the thing that sends her on her path of her wanting to become a plastic surgeon. It's like the whole time, just like, I just wanted to make women beautiful. So it starts out with her having, I think it's like one class left of medical school she has to take and she can't afford it. Which, I mean, if you have one class to get your fucking medical degree where you can go work in a medical field and shit... Don't you think you did? I'm not talking shit. Like, I'm just using this as an example because it's an easy job to obtain. Wouldn't you think you'd just go to McDonald's or some shit and just work so you have the money to pay for it? Then pay for it, take the class, and get your fucking medical degree or whatever? Because at that point, you're doing an internship and you're pretty much working the fucking 16 hour shifts that they do you know you're you're working at the hospital in your last year of medical school no that's what she had to get the money to do her oh. residency or whatever yep. that's what it's called yeah yeah so that's what she's getting the money to do so instead of doing that she lies on her job application is that what they're called i haven't had to do one in a while is that yeah so uh like, she has the interview with the guys. Like, oh, you're missing this. She's, oh, please, mister. Let me just work for you. I'll do anything. I just need this job because what I just said, blah, blah, blah. And he's, ah, this is my livelihood in my practice. So, you know, that would be on me. And then I would lose anything. But it doesn't matter because it turns out he's a rapist and that's the only reason he hired her. It's because he wants to fuck her. 
So he says, ah, yeah, what the hell? And fucking puts her, his arm on her shoulder and walks him back for all ominously. So she's happy to have this job at this fucking, uh, what is it, plastic surgery place. And then, oh, dude, like the lowest level pimp comes in with one of his whores. And they're like trying to scam to get this free shit identity theft and or whatever. And he's all talking, hey, baby girl, how about you come work for me and shit, shit, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, she'd just be like, fuck you. But she doesn't. She's like falling in love with this fucking guy. <laughs> like things are going okay. As long as nothing really fucks up, you can get your money. And, you know, but I'm, they don't say it. But I'm sure she's just like, ah, fuck it. I'm already working here. What do I need to do my residency for? That's just me guessing. But um, so she falls in love with this fucking broke ass pimp. And they start doing fucking back alley Brazilian butt lifts where she's just like cooking up fix a flat and other chemicals to make her own silicone injections. Dude goes to jail for some shit. She becomes a lesbian. Her and her beau, or no, she's the stud. So whatever the opposite is, they go fucking on the run. Uh, she fucking the guy goes out, comes out of jail. Fine, she's still doing this shit. So uh, she pulls out a gun, shoots him a couple times. He doesn't fucking die. She comes back to the fucking hospital, smothers him with a pillow, cries, goes back to the fucking park with her girlfriend and gets arrested. Dude, I laughed and laughed and laughed. This movie was terrific. So far, 2024 is shaping up to be an excellent year for cinema. Was this, uh, were they trying to make a legit movie or were they making yeah. Okay. No, it was supposed to be legit. Like this was a deep thing because at the end of the movie, they have a real doctor in <laughs> front of her practice say, "Brazilian butt lifts are a big thing, and it's a major cause of death in black women because you want to cheap out and just spend a couple hundred dollars instead of going to a real place to get this shit done. So please, for the love of fuck, check out who you're dealing with and all that." And I was just like, "Jesus Christ." But yeah, this lady ran around doing this shit. I fell in love with a Z-grade pimp. <laughs> pimp made slip back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking terrific. I highly recommend everybody watch it highly. Well, uh, going hand in hand with that, uh, I watched a movie on the Voodoo channel. Which has quite a bit of uh, shitty movies on there. Low budget kind of stuff. And uh, I saw one that, hey, this looks alright. It's got a decent looking poster anyway. And this is called Clinic. And uh, this is about a stripper. And uh, she's just not making like the other girls are. And they explain to her, well, you ain't got that back. You know, you gotta have that back to make money. You know, and they start like rubbing their ass on her, you know, to show her, you know, this is what it's all about. And well, fuck, man, you know, 
she's a single mom you know she thinks well shit i need to make some of that big booty cash and let me uh let me go in for a brazilian butt lift yeah and i know it's just like maybe a few months ago you went on a a bbl deep dive The news, cha- I shouldn't, well, it's the black news, the black news show that they have on after the actual nightly news. And uh, they were just like, he was taught, old Isaiah Carey, he was talking to a bunch of ladies about like fucking, I was just, I kept saying BBL. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm white. I don't know this shit. So I went on the internet and I was just like, they don't even look Mexican. What the fuck does Brazil have to do with this shit? And then I figured it out and I was just like, oh, because, you know, the trannies get that shit pumped into their ass and most of them are Brazilian. I understand. And I, I never, figured out why they, you know, I, I am uh, ignorant. of. Sorry, that, sorry. Transsensuals. My of, bad. Of that uh, subculture. Of people i don't know uh well maybe you should widen your horizons and well, maybe watch right. a different kind of movie joe clinic you see uh, which is also a uh a black cinema of you know it's uh, directed by a woman so this queen's out there trying to make this movie you know uh the thing is okay so this lady single mom stripper not making any cash you know and she's got bills to pay and uh, so, yeah, that's what, you know, if she gets a mask, she's going to make some more money. But her boyfriend, who is just maybe a month away from graduating from med school, you know, he's just got one more class that he's got to finish, Tom, not doing a residency or anything. But uh, and I don't know what he's doing with some stripper with no money and shit, you know, but he's with her. You know, that's his lady. And plus, she ain't got no back, you know. A guy's about to be a doctor, but anyway, movies about her. He advises against it, says, No, no, she's like, Well, you know, I have this whole thing, I've never felt pretty enough, I've never felt good enough, you know. And she's trying to be real heartfelt, you know, but she's not much of an actress, so it is what it is. They go to the doctor, and uh, and that you know, it's gonna be like $25,000, and she's got money, she's got like an envelope. <laughs> I just went to the bank inside yeah. of the grocery store. <laughs> you didn't have any money in the last scene. Now you got 25 grand for a fucking uh, BBL. Well, anyway, the doctor says, hey, we can't do it. You've got this blood clotting disease and, you know, it's, you know, it's very dangerous for you. On the way out, the receptionist says, hey, I know this other doctor, you know, that will do it for you on the cheap, but it's got to be cash money, cash money. And uh, so the boyfriend goes and drops her off at some place out in the sticks. And uh, there's some other hoves there waiting, you know. You know, there's like maybe three other women. And they cut to the back. And it's, uh, she's not Oriental, but she looks Oriental. So she's one of these black-looking Oriental woman ladies. And uh, she's just killing them, you know. She's like starting an operation. And then she'll just fucking kill them. And that's it. That's the crux of the movie that's what it's all about uh she's chasing all these women down because they figure out what's going on they hear the screams and all this shit and it's just chasing them and you know 
the shitty kills where like you see the fucking knife go up and then there's blood that gets thrown on the wall or some shit. Uh, the boyfriend comes in there. He tries to help. Of course, he's no fucking help because this is about women, Tom. This is about women being strong. And, uh, well, fuck it. It ends. She didn't get her BBL procedure done. But, uh, and maybe I was just already dreaming at this point. But I think at the end, she's like running a clinic herself where she's counseling people on being confident with what they are already, you know, about their own looks, you know, and you don't have to do these procedures. So yeah, this movie is trying to make a message. This is also a very serious movie or it wants to be, but they don't have any talent to, to make that kind of a movie. You know, unfortunately for me, this one wasn't funny though. Like the one you just talked about, this is just fucking you know, you just trog through this thing. And I think it was close to two hours. I could be wrong. Maybe it just felt that way. But it's another, like, fuck, man. Somebody either gave this lady money to make this crowdfunding or whatever. Or, man, I don't know. I don't know how some of this shit gets made. You know, financed. What? Or why? Why does it get made? You know? <laughs> I know. I the problem in the community if we both happen to watch a fucking movie about it. Yeah, so this, uh, this came out at the end of 2023, and you said yours just came out too. So it's, yeah, this is a big topic among our African American filmmaking community that, you know, that they want to uh, bring awareness to, but don't know how, you know, <laughs> don't. <laughs> these particular filmmakers don't have what it takes. Oh, uh, why was she uh, killing the people? Because their flat oh. asses were making her fucking sick, or what? Because her daughter was uh, died on an operating table. You know, getting a a procedure that she didn't feel her daughter needed. Her daughter also didn't feel good enough. Was know? she a transphobe? Oh, uh, you're no son of mine. It was just, you know, so she's killing everybody in revenge for this. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense, you know. Yeah, it's, it was dumb. <laughs> it was just dumb and boring. If uh, you know of any more of these BBL movies, please let us know in the comments below. And then <laughs> after that, head on over to dwnproductions.net masks bus props custom work uh maybe you want you know a uh fat ass prosthetic you can just stick in the back of your pants instead of having it actually stuck in your ass skin and i mean i guess i could do it i don't know if i'd want to but maybe if the price is right <laughs> at fastcustomshirts.com if you want me to make a shirt that says I heart BBLs you know yeah maybe we can BBL survivor yeah yeah BBL awareness or something you know like a ribbon that's got looks kind of like a heart and an ass at the same time you need like a stock photo of some lady and then so it would sell You'd have to do it the style where you just print it off your computer and iron it on and make sure it's a low quality photo. <laughs> yeah. 
take 82 <laughs> for the family picnic, you see. Huh. You ever get people coming in wanting that? Yes, I used to get that quite a bit. <laughs> Corpus a lot, you know, with it being uh, primarily Hispanics in the area that I lived in. Yeah, a lot of uh, dead guy shirts. That's what I would hey, call man, it. no, I got the picture. I got 32 DPS. It's mm -hmm. perfect. <laughs> and they know, just wants the dates, you know, the born and fucking died dates, you know. Way to keep it classy, Rasa. <laughs> Some angel wings. Make it look like yeah. he's in heaven. Put him in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think life already did, sir. But if you want that on a t-shirt, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Joe. Well, I dug into this thing right here. And uh, I picked it up and forgot there was this book in it. So now it's like it fell on it. So it's bent on some of it. So the resale value is going to be pretty damn terrible now. But that's not it. If you're one of these people who are like, man, I can't deal with stuff being damaged. I got my slipcase and it had a nick in it. Oh, I'm going to write an angry letter. Don't go to Barnes and Noble because they have like a protective don't steal this device on it. If you can see that little thing right there, yeah. like they dug into the box all around. I didn't notice that till I fucking took the wrap off and was actually looking at it and shit. So if that kind of thing bothers you, I don't know if I would go to uh, Barnes and Noble for shit like that. But as for me, I throw slip cases over my fucking head. I don't give a good goddamn. But Joe, disc one, Shaw Scope, volume two, the 36th chamber of Shaolin. Shaolin. So, yes, bless you. So this fucking, it's about this dude who uh, <laughs> I think he might be Chinese. Uh, his family in town, they're just raped and pillaged and killed. So he says, Ooh, I'm on a quest for revenge. I'm gonna go to old Shaolin and become a Liu Kang. So, uh, he does. He says, Hey, buddies, I'm here to fucking learn kung fu and shit. I'm the best. No, no, no need to get up. I know you're in the presence of greatness and all but you can sit down it's like oh well there's 35 uh levels that you have to go through he's just like yeah fuck all that bullshit i'm the best i'll just start at the top thanks and so uh he does and he doesn't do well so he starts at the bottom and it turns out, Joe, he's as great as he says he was. Because for the most part, he pretty much breezes past everybody once he figures it out. And, uh, like, he fucking completes all the training. And they said, hey, you're doing so good. We're going to let you be grandmaster of one of these chambers. And he says, fuck you. I want to add a chamber. And it's the 36th chamber where I teach the people Kung Fu. And they say, bitch, are you for real? And he says, yes. And they say, banished. 
vanished. So he's vanished and goes out into the world, gets his revengeance, teaches people kung fu, and they all lived happily ever after. Oh, this was a quaint little movie that definitely came off like it was shot on some kind of sound stage, like The Sound of Music or Wizard of Oz or something. It had a look of one of those fucking movies. Probably could have used a fireball or two, maybe a flying kick or a bicycle kick. Him turning into a dragon and biting somebody in half would have been awesome. Or maybe turning someone into a baby, but. It was all right. I mean, I didn't hate watching it. It was just like very quaint and old timey. Uh, I'm glad it was uh, dubbed. So I, if the shit was subtitled, I'd be like, oh boy. But yeah, it was, it was okay. I'll never shop here again, but uh, yeah, it was, it was fine. <laughs> Didn't didn't get into any of the special features on that disc because I didn't give a fuck. But I did go over to disc seven and uh, rewatch the Boxer's Omen, which was great. Again, now with the extra sensual footage that I didn't get before, I thought it might have been some gore stuff. Oh, no, it was just, you know nips pressed up against the window <laughs> surprisingly ample for an asian lady i'll say that well, but, uh, japanese so dirty knees i understand joe and then we all looked at those but that's just how it goes but yeah uh, i gave the movie a four before upon re-watching 4.5 go out and watch the boxer's omen it's fucking great there was a commentary track. I guess it was an Asian cinema historian uh, who is no longer with us. I made a note to get his name, and I didn't. Sorry, dog. Rest in empowerment. But uh, it was pretty good. Like He went over a lot of the director's like work and the movie, and it was really good. I enjoyed listening to it. And then there was another special feature where some old bloke was on it talking about the director and that was maybe about 15 20 ish minutes so that was pretty good it uh wasn't usually when you do these uh asian special features it's a excuse me a lot of subtitled shit so it was awesome that this wasn't and uh the movie I'm not mad anymore <laughs> that I'd spent this ridiculous amount just to get this disc because it has another movie on it, which I didn't watch yet. But the whole point that I got this fucking thing was for the boxer's omen. Looks yeah. fucking great. Sounds fucking great. Entertaining as hell. Movie commentary track was great. So I'm just thinking, all right, I had to buy this movie and then I, oh, I got fucking 12 other movies as a bonus feature. Yeah, fine. The price is, the price is fine. So movie's fucking dope, but I'm going to watch the rest of this shit and we'll see how that goes, Joe. But you're a fan of the 36 chamber. You said, how about you talk a little bit about that or don't, I don't fucking care. 
you pretty much said it you know it's just a it's a big training film you know that's pretty much all it is and uh it inspired a lot more other fucking films that are just the same thing and i'm sure many of them are in this box set so you'll be watching different uh iterations of the same damn movie over and over tom but uh hey and this one this guy will have like a fancy weapon he's got a overcome or something or i don't know i don't know they're all right you know i dig them you know i I don't fucking hate them like you you know it's just i can't watch many of them back to back to back because they are very very uh cookie cutter i guess is the term yeah i'm gonna do one of these a week so I'm trying not to do so many of the same types of movies because then they all just start melding together. And it's just like, hey, this one had something in it and kind of sucked dick, whatever. What the fuck do you watch, Joe? Nothing, huh? Fuck. Especially if they're like that, yeah. Uh, I'll be doing the same thing. I I planned to have started this this week, but I didn't. Of course, had uh, a little issue with it with disc number three. Uh, Tom notified me that, hey, on the Arrow page, they're telling people that, hey, this disc is fucked. Uh, Contact us if you want to replace. I did that, and they contacted me back. Hey, we need more information because the uh, proof of purchase, you know, the receipt wasn't good enough. And uh, they wanted the fucking uh, SKU number. You know, it's like, well, shouldn't you already fucking know that? You know, you know what product it is. But anyway, okay, I sent them that information, and we'll see. We'll see when this replacement disc uh, gets to me, but I will start these this week. But in the meantime, uh, like you, I've only been going like one of these a week, and this is uh, continuing this Mario Bava set. And I watched Knives of the Avenger. Um, uh, You ever heard of this one? Me neither. This is a Viking movie, Tom. It's uh, the Italians are making a Viking movie here. And in this movie, this lady and her son, she's got a little punk son, you know, it's, you know, whatever. uh, She's the queen. And she hears news like, hey, the king's dead. Uh, The whole fucking fleet is lost at sea in a storm. And, uh. Outlaw, his name's Harold or something. <laughs> the whole outlaw Harold, the lost started, children of the sea. <laughs> I don't know. He wants to come and uh, he's going to marry you. Really, he's just going to rape you and start calling you his wife, you know, and probably rape your kid too. Right? And that was the trademark of the society. They were big into rape, you see, Tom. And, I mean, and the thing is, like these kings and queens over there, doesn't like they live in a castle or anything. They just kind of live like everybody else, which that's kind of shitty. Why would you even want to be a king if there's no fucking perks aside from all the raping, I guess? Uh, anyway, so she goes off and hides. Sure enough, old Harold's like looking for her, sending men all over looking for her. Two of them find her and the kid, and they're like, you know, maybe they're going to rape or break her in a little for the king first. But this stranger shows up, Tom, and... He fights them, and it's these old-timey fights, you know, where they, like, grapple, and they, like, kind of throw each other around and shit, you know. And uh, and then this guy that's fighting them, he uh, pulls out his weapon, Tom. He's a knife guy, you know, hence the title, Knives 
of the Avengers, if I was some kind of prick, I would say the titular weapon, you know. So, yeah, he fucking tosses these knives, and they always hit their target or whatever. And uh, and the ladies will like, who's this fucker? You know, is he going to try to rape me too? Or what, is he going to try to rape my son? It's like, no, no, he's just a good guy. He's just there, and he's like, I'll <laughs> Uh, he's just gonna fuck with the dog a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the dog runs away. <laughs> you know? um, he's like, "Nah, I just want you know a place to stay and to eat a little." And you know, more acts happen. He protects them, and it turns out that he's in the area because he wants to to kill that Harold guy because that Harold guy fucked him over somehow. You know, and. Uh, he starts falling for the little boy. No, the lady. He starts falling for the lady. And uh, she's starting to like warm up to him. Maybe they got some romance going or not. But, you know, he finally goes and confronts Harold. And they fight. Harold sets him up. He's throwing knives left and right. This guy's just like always got fucking knives, Tom. You know, he'll throw three of them, fucking come out with like six more, you know, and people like, like they're fucking away, standing on a mountain. You know, he throws it, and the guy just uh, falls off the fucking mountain. Um, well, shit, Tom. Who shows up? But the king. The king's back. You know, they were, like, they were stranded for a little while, got a little lost after the storm, but now they're back. And uh, he finds out, like, this guy's after his wife. And he don't like it. He's going to go fucking kill that guy. But that guy, Harold, went and found the kid, kidnaps the kid. And the stranger and the king, they got beef, you know. So they duke it out a little, too. And the the stranger's like, hey, I'll go save your fucking son, you know, because you're too much of a bitch to do it. And he does, you know. Kills the bad guy, saves the son, and re with the with the lady and the son and... Well, fuck, you know, he had feelings for, but he's just got to ride off into the sunset, Tom. Yep. Uh, this movie's okay. It's uh, definitely better than the other giallo or fucking horror shit that Bava was trying to do. But it's because it's a ripoff of the movie Shane, which is one of the famous westerns ever made. It's the same fucking story, you know. You know, Shane comes in, helps the family out with these fucking people that are trying to take their land and shit. He rides away after there's feelings developed. You know, it's the same goddamn movie. Uh, and I think what I read was like Baba, he came in and it was like a, a fucked up production. So he like rewrote everything. And they're saying, yeah, he saved the movie. Yeah, he ripped off another movie to save this fucking movie. So sorry, dude, you don't get props from me for that bullshit. Uh, but it is out of this set so far, the best one. Will I recommend it? No, go watch Shane. If you're going to watch movies. So this box set, uh, is Oh, for four. And there's one more movie that I'll be talking about next week called kill baby kill. That's a stupid fucking name. So I'm guessing that's a giallo or some shit, but it doesn't talk about birds or possums or crickets or something in the title. Those I know suck. Hopefully this one's not as bad. Hey, Tom left, so it's just me now. Me, T-shirt Joe here by myself. And I just want to say, now that I'm done talking about, what was it, Knives of the Avengers, 
that you can hey tom's back so i'll skip the commercial stuff i was about to go into fastcustomshirts.com dwmproductions.net 24 7 go to those websites so yeah it just kicked me the fuck out <laughs> like you know that thing where it says you enter the studio and it you got the little camera to make sure everything's working yeah it just sent me to that it's like <laughs> what the fuck that was odd yeah 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 because i glanced down and i look back up and i'm in the whole fucking camera you know but yeah that's it that's all i got to say about connives of the avenger and that's the bottom line. Hey, Joe, you like wrestling? Any I wrestling just, shit been going on? Here, and I did not give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I was on, but I just really had no desire to watch it. Oh, I was just talking more uh, wrestling news. Oh, yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me, you know? <laughs> fucking billionaires. Yeah, they think they could do whatever, and usually they can and do, but Sometimes it catches up with them, so fuck all of them. Yep. Gave her the old Mark Henry, as they say. Yep. Ah, let me see here, Joe. I watched uh, Hellmaster starring one of your dudes from uh, last week, old John Saxon. (laughs) And uh, Coat starring another one of your favorites. The late great flyboy Davy M from Dawn of the Dead, Joe. This is a Hellmaster. Never heard what? of it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I popped up on the old Tubi. So I was like, "Hey, I'll put this on. That's fine." What's it about? Uh pretty much. It's it's fuck dude, I'm not even sure to come to think about it now. It starts out with old Flyboy. He's like a news reporter at his desk doing some story about disappearing homeless or something. And uh he's saying, Oh, he's writing a letter to his wife or some shit. He's like, Oh, I fear for your life. I may have dug too deep. And then like you see these ghouls coming into it but they don't really look like ghouls they look like they're fucking chemo patients they're just all kind of like bald headed and shit with straggly jason hair i don't know what the fuck they were going for but uh you know it's played to like oh they fucking fucked them or ate them or something but then we go to like six months later and we're at this college and these kids are in some psychiatry class or some stupid bullshit. Who cares? It's college kids. Their fucking professor's a little weird. Turns out he's doing like super soldier experiments that turns these fucking people into these hills have eyes monsters or whatever the fuck's going on. And David Emge isn't dead. He's like hunting these fuckers down to find out what's going on and it's just that oh, kids and people with these needles that are going to turn them into fucking Plutos and Jasons and shit. And, I mean, it's fine. It checks all the boxes for, you know, a 90s or late 80s, early 90s horror movies to get video distribution. 
creature effects. Yeah, I mean, they're there. Blood. Yep. Boobs. Yep. 90 minutes. Yep. All right, here's 25 bucks. We'll take it. Thank you. Sweet. So, I mean, it checks it all out the whole time I was watching. I was like, yeah, I could probably see Vinegar Syndrome releasing this fucking thing. And when I was looking for an image of the fucking poster, I was like, ah, I already did. That figures. Uh, I mean, like, it has all the stuff you want, and it was fine. I wasn't watching it going, Ooh! but I mean, it's if you don't watch it, okay. If you watch it, okay. There's no memorable kills or effects that I could say, oh, shit, when the fucking screwy looking, what I could assume, black kid, when he bled from the nose. Oh, that was crazy. It's like these people are supposed to look like these hideous creatures, but one kid's just like a fucking, just like a black kid with like a Jason hydrocephalic head, and the other one looks like, what's his nuts, uh, your boy from uh, Dust Till Dawn and Natural Born Killers, Juliet Lewis. Hmm. The other one just looked like him, so it's just like, well, what the fuck? So, and the makeups weren't that good. There was dude. I think legit, like the main fucking uh, monster guy, I think they called him Billy Razorface. Because he had like these little cuts all over him that didn't look good. None of the fucking makeups looked good, but they were there. So, but yeah, fucking, if you want to see old Billy Razor burn, check out fucking Hellmaster with Johnny Sexton and fucking Flyboy. It's terrific and on Tubi. So, Race War the Remakes also on Tubi. Check that shit out, too. Or don't. <laughs> Do. I don't care. I don't get paid off it either way. <laughs> I dug into uh, some of the films, or one of the films that I had from the fine, fine folk at uh, Severin Films. And this one is called No Way Home. Uh... It's uh, all over the cover from the man that brought you Combat Shock. Well, that didn't mean because I've never seen Combat Shock. Uh, but this one stars Tim Roth. And he is uh, fresh out of prison, Tom. The you know, beginning shows a montage of like him fighting in prison and him getting beat up in prison and fighting some more and getting thrown into solitaire. So... Uh, Getting thrown into solitaire, they threw a deck of cards at him. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> solitary. Despite all this shit that he's into, he you know he gets fucking paroled out, you know, and uh, he's not very smart, Tom. But he you know he's a tough guy. He knows how to. You know how you know he's a tough guy, Tom, by the way he walks. Now, what would you, what would you describe as a Guy walk, Tom. <laughs> he watched the JCVD workout tape. You know, you see me in movies and I walk like this. <laughs> right. You got a little swing to your arms, you know, and your, your arms are usually behind your back when you're swinging them, you know, walking. Uh, <laughs> looks pretty fucking dumb, or uh, the R word, retarded, that we can't say. But it looks like that, you know. 
You know, hey, speaking of that shit, we got to list off more things that we're not allowed to say on YouTube because somehow that last episode's over 600 views. Yeah, that is strange. Um, Which was fucked because I planned on watching an Arnold movie this week too and I didn't get to it, but I'll do it for next week just so we can have that image again. I have a copy of Red Heat right in front of me that I'll watch this coming week. Um, So yeah, so he goes back to his childhood home and his brother's living there and uh, his brother is just like a fucking loser, just a piece of shit and he's married to a stripper that doesn't want the fucking ex-con here in the house either, but eventually she warms up to the guy you know, because he's trying, he's trying to, to get work and shit. And, uh, but his brother keeps pulling him here and there. Hey, let's go to the strip bar and blah, blah, blah. And he gets into a fight there. You probably shouldn't be getting into fights if you're on parole. You know, you can get sent back pretty quick. His brother is dealing some dope and owes money, not just to the dope dealer, but to the local mob guy. And, well, fuck, you know. He's got to do some shit to get some money. Maybe his brother can help him out with it, but maybe not. Because the thing is, he's the reason that his brother was in jail, Tom. He went to prison for his brother, Tom. And his brother's not grateful. He's just a piece of shit. Uh, this movie is not a piece of shit, but it's great. You know, it, it's okay. It's watchable. It doesn't make me want to rush out and watch Combat Shock. And uh, there was a, the disc, which I already have at the shop in the box. Uh, it had a special feature like, hey, here's this short film that this guy did. I said, hey, fucking I'll watch a short film. You know, see what else this guy. It's uh, It was called Uncle fucking Joe's Wine or something like that. And it's just some fucking Italian guy in a cellar making wine. That's all it is, you know, and they're interviewing. Hey, so why do you make one? Oh, I do make the, you know, press the grape. And that's all it is. Fucking, why would you put this on there? Why is this a special feature? What makes, you know, but hey, I'm sure it was a good business decision from our fine, good friends over at Severin. Uh, If you're interested in this type of movie or a fan of Combat Shock, go to severin's hyphen films or something just se- just look up severin films they have they have a site or a url where the hyphen isn't in it now okay good severin.com check them out uh if you don't want this movie i'm sure they got something else you'll probably want and they're just yeah. digging joe's box at the next show sounds like it'll be in there probably yeah it will <laughs> <laughs> and double target and (laughs) everything else I've been talking about recently. Yeah, I think that's it for me, dude. Okay. uh, Last thing. I tried again to watch another episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. And they're divided into two two stories per episode. And I watched one of them, and that I had enough. It was about a guy that was opening a horror collectible museum, you know. And at the beginning, he gets like a little phantasm ball, and you know, is just, it actually a phantasm ball, or is it just like a silver nondescript sphere? 
It's got the blades and shit. Oh, okay. All right. I just, you know, because they could have just, you know, oh, it's just the silver ball I have. Wonder what this. Ooh. Yeah. And all this episode is, it's just like a lot of fan service, you know, just like nods to this movie and that movie and a lot of name dropping and shit. And uh, the only thing is the guy that's playing, the guy that's uh, putting this museum together, he looks like you would expect somebody like that to look like, you know, uh, fucking, you know, heavy set with the fucking, beard. you don't have to say it. We all know. We all know. Stupid hat. Yeah. That's why I had to turn away and laugh. You see, cause yeah. we know. So they got that right. Uh, man, it was just like, fuck, I'm not going to watch the second story, whatever it is. I don't give a shit. Cut. You know, and I'll come back to this show again in like a couple of months or something. Uh, the only other thing, I guess, after that is I finished the most recent season of Fargo. I don't know what season it is. Uh, really good. Not my favorite season, but this show, it's got this vibe. Uh, this thing they do where everybody overacts, but they do it just a little. And it you know, makes their characters memorable. And uh, I don't know, there's something about it. And this episode's about a chick that's on the run from her, from her husband, who is one of those, uh, uh, what do you call the people that don't believe in government and all that? Whatever. They're like separatists or whatever. Anarchists. And uh, they, they are ready to fucking fight the government at any moment or whatever. But he's also a sheriff. So, I don't know. But anyway, he used to beat the shit out of her. She ran away. He's been looking for her ever he since. He doesn't anymore. She doesn't have hands. Right. Um, yeah, and that's it. That's all I watched, Tom. Aside <laughs> from the movie that we both watched this week, and this is... Uh, Dead Rising Watchtower. This is uh, based on the video game Dead Rising, which I had to look up. And it's like, oh, yeah, I did play this. And the gimmick with this game was that you could use anything as a weapon. There's just like, like if you're walking by a fucking plant, you can pick that up and that's that's a weapon. You know? And later on, other games, I think they made five or, or shit, eight of these. I don't know. Um, you could start to combine shit and make weird-ass weapons, you know? So that was part of that. Uh, but anyway, this uh, movie, it starts out, and there's already a zombie virus, you know? And the government's kind of got it contained. They got these uh, this medicine that you can take that'll quell the virus. And you got this wannabe uh online journalist you know before i forget we learn about this zombrex i think <laughs> is what it was called right by uh these commercials it's animated in the style of like a kid's drawing yeah that's how we learn that this medication exists mm -hmm. and uh well he wants to you know make the big time you know he wants to be a real journalist like the other guy that survived a zombie uh, apocalypse or fucking outbreak or anyway. And that's a guy that's in the game that you, you play in the game. But while this is going on, this fucking Zombrex stuff, it stops working. 
And so the virus breaking out there. This guy's on the run. Uh, the government's called in. And again, they're going to quarantine this place. And well, shit, if we can't uh, if we can't fucking uh, contain it or whatever, we got to bomb the shit out of the place so it doesn't spread, you know, to other areas. And uh, in between, we're in between the action that's happening guy we go to a newsroom and the guy from the video game is talking to a reporter there and he's just you know, really uh really direct and it's annoying her tom and this is like comic relief for the movie and old dennis haysbert he's the general and that's the reason we're watching it because we're doing the dennis haysbert horror movies you see who i just realized was the motherfucker from uh major league Mm-hmm. Doesn't look the same at all. Guess it's the facial hair baseball hat. I don't. Yeah, it's probably the baseball uniform as opposed to an army uniform, which we saw in this and in uh, whatever the fucking dog movie we watched last. Battle week. dogs. Yeah, battle dogs. Uh, yeah, he's playing basically the exact same character in this as was in that, and this movie was better than I was expecting. You know, it's not great, but fuck. I will put this over Dawn of the Dead any goddamn day. Uh, some of the zombies look good. Some of them don't. Some of them look CGI to shit, you know, or, you know, there's like very little effort. But there is effort, unlike Dawn of the Dead, that where they just painted people blue or what. Um, they just showed up on the fucking film, Blue Joe. God damn it. They weren't blue. There's nothing to the uh to the game in the form of like this lady puts together a weapon, I guess. Uh but the thing is it runs a little long. There's a whole thing with a biker that's, you know, being fucking I don't know, just going around killing folks, stealing folks, uh shit, uh raping whatever he wants to do. And uh his storyline, his interactions with our main characters, just fucking boring. I didn't give a shit about him. Uh, but everything else I thought was okay. I thought those little scenes with the, the newsroom where they're talking to the other reporter guy, I thought he was pretty at, uh, yeah, I could say this is all right to watch, you know, if you're, uh, sitting around doing nothing, trying to figure out what to watch instead of flipping around for an hour, like I do just watch this one. It'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, this is everything you've ever seen in a zombie movie before. I mean, there's nothing really new here. As you were saying, the whole, oh, we got to have these. Oh, no good bikers around. Because I've seen that in a few movies before. Could have dropped all that shit and been fine. Uh, this is a good general audience movie. It comes off very cheap. This is, I guess, one of the first made-for-streaming movies on that old Crackle. Yeah, Crackle, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It is it is what it is. I don't know if it's just because I watched uh, or we watched the Sin City movies. I was just like, Virginia Madison's looking a little bit like Marv. <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was fine. It wasn't like, oh, this shit, but I mean, it was very middle of the road. It's either watch it or don't. You won't be missing anything. It's just a bunch of shit you've seen before in this movie and that movie. And Okay. It doesn't have a pie fight. Got that going for it. But it does have a clown zombie. It does have a clown zombie. And yeah, that's... See, that's another thing, and I've mentioned that before. Like, in zombie movies, they always have to have some fucking ridiculous shit. Like, somebody will be in a graduation cap and gown. Somebody will be a fucking, in a football. But just one, because they were doing a photo shoot. The graduation didn't actually happen, because, you know, there's never more than one. Uh, So, yeah, this one has a clown, and it has that opening sequence that they use again later in the film and i hate that shit you know that's just like fucking you're adding time how did i get here let's rewind yeah so that sucks that always sucks that's one of my fucking pet peeves for movies when they do that bullshit and i brought up the uh zombrex commercials being the uh animated thing because usually i like when uh Movies bring in different kinds of styles to tell the story and shit. You know, oh, we'll bring this clay animated thing into this 2D animated world. You know, you just combine and shit. Uh, it was kind of jarring in this one. I didn't really uh, care for that mixed media too much. And when they went to the newsroom with uh, Rob Riggle and Lady. That could have probably got cut out, but they were probably like, oh, fuck, we got to have the guy from the game. Let's get a name. And you can uh, shoot it all out in a day and just throw it wherever. I mean, my mom had a couple giggles with it. It's like, oh, I know that guy. This guy's in this type of movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I liked him. I liked the character. I liked uh, those scenes. I liked the frustration showing on the lady reporter's face. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, it was, it was whatever, very middle of the road. I think on the old letterbox, I gave it a three stars, but I didn't like it. Because there's an option, you know, you rate one to five, and you can give it half stars too. And then you either click on like if you actually liked it. So, I mean, I think three stars and not clicking on like is fair. Like, it's fine. It's a fine movie. I'll fucking never shop here again. But Oh, wait. I will. Well. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> but, hey, you can always go to dwnproductions.net if you want to look at my old art. I do masks, busts, props. Custom work. Maybe you want some custom work like a clown zombie. If so, (laughs) hit me up. And then go over to Fast Custom Shirts. Check out his hundreds and hundreds of t-shirt designs. All shockingly reasonably priced. You just go over there and be like, Mios, Dios, I'll buy eight. And maybe, just maybe, you hit him up and say, Hey, Joe, I want this shirt of a clown zombie. And then it'll be like two weeks and you'll be checking your email for 
a reply and there's nothing but hey you'll see him at a show in a week so i'll just ask him in person hey joe you ever get my email about a clowns up nope Mm -mm. (laughs) but that's okay we're talking about it now and i'll pretend like i'll do it for you yeah (laughs) i'll check my spam folder when i get home like like i can't check it on my phone right then and there Fast custom shirts, head on over there. Hundreds and hundreds of t-shirt designs, most of them pretty good. Hey, in Marvel Team Up, Spider-Man teamed up with uh, Satana to uh, uh, cure Doctor Strange of his werewolfism or whatever. And Satana sacrifices her life. We'll never see her again. Over in Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man's, uh, he's fighting with uh, Carrion, you know, who's just got some red dust that, like, works like acid. He's got a fucking henchman called the Darter that throws fucking darts. And the White Tiger's fighting with that guy while Spider-Man's fighting with Carrion. And how does Carrion know his secret identity? How does Carrion know all this shit about him? Well, fuck. He is the clone of Dr. Warren, Tom. If you remember that guy, yes. Old Dr. Kid. Miles Warren? Yes. Oh, my Goblin. Whoa. So that was revealed at the end of that story. And then. Well, let uh, me ask you this hmm? Is Carrion a wayward son? Yes. Fuck yes. yeah. Kansas, if I'm correct. <laughs> uh, so. Spider-Man, what is this? Issue one one ninety-three. Yeah, so this continues Spider-Man's is a after his very bad day, you know, and uh he brought all that shit on himself. Um he's trying to figure out well what the fuck's uh the flying a ticket to the fucking museum for, you know. Well it turns out the fly's there not to rip off the King Tut exhibition but some old fucking shit that's on the floor above it he sets off an explosion and uh i don't know peter parker's fired from the daily bugle you know because it's like oh right we gave you another chance now where are those pictures oh i ain't got them well fuck you then get out of here yeah fuck him man he's not doing his job fuck him you know and uh he gets home, calls Mary Jane, and she's like, hey, fuck you, dude. You stood me up. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck him. And uh, old fucking uh, Betty walks in, like starts hugging on it, and he's like, fuck it, you know, let me get laid. But, oh, goddamn, Ned Leeds is back, and Ned Leeds just punches him across the jaw. You sorry son of a bitch cheating with my wife. And that's what he was doing, so fuck him, man. Uh Peter Parker's not a likable character. Uh, Not at all. He's just a dick. He's pissed and he wants to go out and beat the shit out of the fly if he can find the fly. But you know what? The cops already caught the fly, which I thought that was, hey, that's pretty cool. That's unique. That's something you don't see in a comic a whole lot. Uh, So he's got nobody to uh, put his anger out on. So we switched to Aunt May in her new nursing home. You know, and turns out there's a guy there that wants to kill Aunt May. It's a guy killed Uncle Ben. He's there. What's going on there? I don't fucking know. He's not only there, but he's also 
for some reason living in Aunt May's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Marv Wolfman doing a terrible job with the fuck. <laughs> Uh, has he been doing any worse than the people who came before him there, Joe? I don't know. The other books aren't great, but they're more entertaining than Spider-Man. You know, it's... I don't fucking know. The Carrion's a cool-looking villain, at least. You know, the fly? Oh, I can see in all directions at once. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is pretty cool, huh? <laughs> no. Well, here's everyone's favorite part of the show. It's called Closing Time. Yes. You like lists there, Joe? I did not like lists, Tom. But uh, I had to think of one today. I was like, what the fuck are we going to do for lists? All right, sequels we wish would have happened. You know, I don't think we've done that before. And... uh, yeah, we can just fucking rattle that off the top of the head. No fucking research involved or any bullshit. Uh, unless I'm wrong, and they did make sequels to these. But they didn't make Hellboy 3. Um, they made a new Hellboy, but they didn't make Hellboy 3. And I always wanted Hellboy 3. I thought the first two that old Guillermo del Toro made were pretty damn good. Wanted the third one. Will it ever happen? Highly unlikely. That's too bad. I like them. They're cool. A bunch of cool creature shit. Uh, a little softer than I would have liked. But, uh, I mean, there's still a lot of cool shit in there, especially the second one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're good shit. Uh, I saw some of the, uh, when I went to the theater, I think it was at Universal City Walk to see the second one. They had some of the creature suits from the movie and shit in there. That was pretty cool, Joe. It's pretty cool. Did you get to get inside a Golden Army War thing? I think they were behind plastic or glass, maybe. My number five was uh, Bad Taste. You know, I don't know if one was ever planned. But I thought it would be kind of cool to see that guy flying the spaceship back with his brain all fucked up, going to the home planet, looking to fuck shit up and see how shit goes down there. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm probably glad that never fucking happened. And it's just a standalone movie. But that was about three minutes before we started. I couldn't think of anything else, so bad taste. Uh, The next one I have on my list, and these are in no real particular order anyway, you know, they're not getting made, so it doesn't fucking matter, Uh, is Dread Part 2. It's a fucking good Judge Dread movie. How about, shit, yeah, let's fucking keep going. Let's do the fucking uh, Cursed Earth storyline. Let's do the fucking Judge Death. You know, now that they're taking this shit seriously or making it more like the comic, let's see what they can do with that shit. Yeah, that ain't ever going to happen. I don't know if that movie actually made money or not, but uh, as much as I liked it, I get it. It's not, at least in America, a hot 
commodity or anything or you know didn't have like big name stars in it like the fucking uh people here will run out and watch aquaman or the fucking you know ant-man or shit like that but dread nah fuck it because it's just a bunch of fucking marvel and dc people out there anything else well fuck you to be fair I'm not sure many people rushed out to see either one of those, Joe. Oh, no. My number four is the Tales from the Crypt movie, The Dead Easy. It was supposed to be like some zombie shit and fucking Allens. That was supposed to be like a trilogy with a demon knight bordello of blood and then this. And for some reason, it fucking never happened. And haven't been watching the Tales from the Crypt series, but you can follow along on the reviews at the YouTube channel, the Boy Gob YouTube channel. But yeah, after watching those, like, eh, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> it's probably better than it didn't happen. <laughs> I'd never heard of that. So yeah, that's interesting. Did you know? That From Dusk Till Dawn was supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt movie? I did not. I did not. Uh, That's a shame. We didn't go over that when we talked about the From Dusk Till Dawn movies. Hmm. Well, now I know. But, I mean, you look at it now and think about it and think of the creature designs and all that. And it's like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next one in my list is... Uh, Sicario 3, you know, Revenge of the Soldado or whatever. The first two Sicario movies, they're fucking badass. They are really good. But this guy, Ty, Tyler Sheridan or whatever, he's making all his money doing TV shows like Yellowstone and fucking whatever, the mayor of Kingstown and 1962 or whatever the fuck. So he's making big money doing that shit. He probably go and fucking commit four or five months of his life to making a Sicario movie, which is unfortunate, because they were really fucking good. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> the fucking second one ended on a fucking cliffhanger, too. It's <laughs> going back to get him. Well, fuck. No, I guess you're not. You know? I remember you talking about those movies. You love them. Mm, I do. With Antonio Banderas. No, that was a something, maybe. Or some guy who sounds like him, I'm sure, right? Phil Del Toro. There you go. Yeah, same guy. Same guy. The we... Sin City guy. Sin City 2 guy. City. Yeah. Well, they all look the same to me. I don't know. You know, in Sin City, the second one, Tom, there's a scene where Marv says, oh, that there is a dame to kill for. And I thought of you. Always like when they say the title of the movie is a part of it. Joe. Tom's going to really like that. <laughs> and I said, he said it. <laughs> mom, 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 did you hear me? <laughs> Ah, no, she was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> All right. Sorry you don't like cinema. 
My number three is brain damage. Would have been nice to see what happened after he turned into a light bulb headed idiot. I guess his brain was supposed to explode and a bunch of little baby Elmers were going to pop out and wreak havoc on the city or whatever. So that would have been all right. Really, I just want to see like what happened after he turned into a fucking light bulb head because as much as I like that movie, that ending's kind of... But honestly, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these next two would be like, yeah, that would have been dope to see. But these other three, it's just, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was going to put Race War on here because we had fucking two sequels planned and whatever, like in comic book form and whatever the fuck else we were going to do. It's just like, yeah, it would have been nice for me to have this extra thing and, you know, do this. But who cares? Get out of your own ass, dickhead. No one's even watching this shit on Tubi, so. Uh, or they might be. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. So the next one, Tom, on my list. Uh, number two. Number two is The Rundown. The movie with The Rock, where he's a, what is he, a bounty hunter, a skip tracer, or some shit like that. Um, that was a fun movie, and I thought he could have continued that, made like two more, and I would have watched them. He stayed as fun, you know, but I guess uh, he fucking hopped on the Fast and the Furious shit and just doing a bunch of those. He was doing whatever. I mean, the guy's making money, but I think these movies would have made money, too. Hmm. What the fuck do I know? I don't know what makes money, apparently, because I'm not fucking rich. <laughs> My number two would have been fucking awesome. And this was planned. It was brought up as an idea. And the far up said, it's a pretty good idea. But it never came to fruition, Joe. And it was not only a Friday the 13th sequel, but it was a Cheech and Chong sequel as well called Cheech and Chong Meets Jason. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. I don't know if it would have been. I would have watched it. would have been. Yeah, dude, just for the novelty and shit, that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But like, would it be a technically good movie? Mm -hmm. But well, the Cheech and Chong movies, they got probably even shittier than the fucking Jason movies did. Towards Turn the in next week for fucking Black History Month and we talk about the Cheech and Chong movies. <laughs> Tom, my number one. Punisher Warzone. I would have liked to have seen... Maybe two more movies with what's his name, Ray Stevenson as the Punisher. It's like, hey, they got the fucking Punisher right. This is a fun movie. You know, he's out there fucking killing folks in violent ways. And that's all I want from a Punisher movie. I don't want the Punisher to be sitting in a corner crying, you know, like some bitch. And yeah, they got it right. And it was fun. And it was like, fuck yeah, man. Let's do another one. Nah, fuck you, Joe.
We ain't doing another one. We're going to do a series where the Punisher cries. <laughs> He's about a third of his size. Mm-hmm. That Punisher War Zone's fucking dope. Number one, Joe. The host, too. They were supposed to do that, right? Yeah. They sure were. So all these except the bad taste one they were supposed to do. So we'll see. Probably not, though, now that he's an Academy Award guy and all. But Probably back to monsters, you know, after doing that. But a couple years ago when I rewatched the host, it was like, yeah, it was still cool, but not as good. So and the CGI doesn't hold up so much. Yeah. At the time, it was like, oh, a technical marvel. Even though, for some reason, like, Asia's, like, they do all these fucking, you know, gadgets and technical stuff before we do and shit. Their CGI fucking, it always looks kind of fucking garbage when you watch even these new Asian movies. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? It looks Everything looks like battle dogs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I almost rewatched uh, the host a few months back, but then I remember what you said, and it's like, eh, let me just hold on to the, my good feelings of the movie for a little while longer. I know I'll eventually rewatch it again because I've got the DVD and I'm going through all my old shit. You know, I'll get to it. It's worth a watch. It's still fucking cool. It's not like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. But Joe, 400 episodes next week. Can you believe it? Whoa. So we got a special list here. And you're going to love it. Hmm. It's going to be our top five favorite lists that we've done. <laughs> a list of lists. DWNproductions.net. Once again, my art. I do masks, busts, props. Custom work, so if you're into that, check it out. If you want something custom made, let me know. After that, fastcustomshirts.com. Head on over there and buy a couple of shirts so I can buy a new wallet. Yeah, this uh, this fucking hunk of leather here. Not going to cut it anymore, unfortunately. Do not throw your wallets in the washing machine. Fast Custom Shirts, and you can throw them in the washer and dryer. And do all that fun stuff. But wallets, I do not recommend. Everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate it for sure. Have a great week. And if we survive, we will see you next week. Boy, God. Oh,